Hello everyone and welcome to The Waiting Room, the show that challenges you to thrive, not just survive in every area of your life. This is your host Rue and in this podcast I'll be talking about the realities of waiting in every season of life. How we wait is more important than the wait itself, so waiting well is what matters. In this episode, I'll be talking about how to be a better communicator. Communication is an area that I think we could all use a little help with, maybe a lot of help. I don't know. It still intrigues me why it is so hard for us to get our point across or to communicate well with others. And this is something we've been doing since the beginning of time. And you would think that, you know, humans would have it mastered by now, but we don't. And as George Bernard Shaw once said, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. And I think that's one of the biggest problems that I've noticed is the miscommunication or the misinterpretation of what was said or what wasn't. So by human nature, we tend to jump to conclusion. We try to fill in the blanks in our minds and then we end up getting the facts wrong. And uh, that results in the collapse of a lot of relationships. Communication makes a difference between understanding and misunderstanding a situation or person. So if you think of some of the conflicts that you've had, a lot of the conflicts you've had in life were the result of poor communication. You not saying what you needed to say or the other person not saying what they needed to say or saying it the wrong way or not saying enough or saying too much, hurting other people and being hurt and so forth. So there's different types of communication. Each one is important and used the right way and it can be very helpful and they can be hurtful as well. So there is verbal communication. This is talking, just like I'm doing right now. So um, speaking to another person, having a conversation, having dialogue, and this is what we tend to do the most. But it's more than just words. It's more than just diction, vocabulary, vernacular, slang, and all of that. It's about the intention and the meaning, what you want to convey. And then there's nonverbal communication. This is primarily made up of facial expressions, body language, uh, such as eye contact, your pace of speech, um, whether you cross your arms or your legs or your body posture, whether you're open or closed up, or you're facing the speaker, facing away, all of those. So those are cues that can tell you a lot about what the person is saying. Are they into the conversation? Are they not into it? Are they bored? Are they trying to find a way out of the conversation? And then there is written communication, uh, such as emails, letters, text messages, books, memos, notes, all of those, uh, basically where it is written down for somebody else to read. So that's another important form of communication. And lastly, there's active listening. So uh, 
an important part about communication is being able to listen to what's being said and active listening is important and this is not passive listening so there's a difference between the two this is when you listen to somebody speak you are engaged and you are making an effort to understand what they're saying and what they're trying to express you're not just hearing you're listening so there's a difference between the two this episode i want to look at 10 ways you could be a better communicator Um, And there's more, of course, um, but I just try to simplify it into 10 because 10 is a round number, easy. Um, So I'll go through each of these and, you know, I hope this will be helpful. I know it was helpful to me during the research and I learned a lot about myself and this is uh, an area I have been trying to work on over the last few years just to be a better communicator, to understand people better. Number one, listen more, speak less. This is so important. And we could actually just end the whole episode right here, just that one um, item alone. And I've heard it said that we have two ears and one mouth so we can listen twice as much as we speak. If only we could put this into practice more. I know I haven't always followed that rule. I've said things prematurely or out of line and hurt people and vice versa have been hurt and things like that. So I think we just need to listen more than we speak. This will help all of our relationships, whether it's with a loved one, with a co-worker, family, friend, neighbor, uh, if we just don't feel the urge to always speak up or defend ourselves. Number two, there is body language, reading body language. You can tell by the person's posture, whether they're into the conversation or not, whether they're engaged uh, or they're ready to leave and go find somebody else to talk to or um, go to go do something else. And um, it is important, you know, that you pay attention to body language. You don't want to monopolize people's time because if you're just talking, 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 and you are not giving them room to speak, a lot of times that puts people off and they are trying to get away and you're not picking up on that cue and you keep talking. Um, So I think body language is very important. And um, are they making eye contact? Are they facing you? Are they facing away? Are they fiddling with something else? You know, all of those little things. You don't have to obsess over it, but you know, you can just make note of it. You know, if you want to notice, oh, the conversation is changing, you know, change the subject or just end it and go talk to somebody else. And then number three, I have be in the moment, remove distractions. And this is so applicable this day and age with cell phones and screen time and all of these distractions around us. It's easy to be talking to somebody while my multitasking. And I know I'm guilty of this as well. So, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, taking dose of my own medicine here. But when you're talking to somebody, it's important that they have your undivided attention. So put your phone down or put, put the book down. Um, make eye contact, talk to them, and listen to what they're saying. Number four, ask questions. Uh, If you want to understand somebody more or to show that you are listening, ask questions about what they're talking about. You know, if they're sharing about an experience, a, a trip that they took or something that they've gone through, you know, ask open ended questions that 
will cause them to respond in a sentence and things like that. So um, you want to stay engaged. Number five, listen to understand and not to respond. So a lot of times when we are talking or when we're listening to somebody, we're more concerned with what we're going to say next because they said something and we're like so eager to share this experience that we're not actually listening to what they're saying. So um, listen, your opinion, your advice is really not that important at that moment. So just listen to their experience, listen to what they've gone through and to understand and not to just give an answer, respond or to react. You don't have to react to everything that you hear. Number six, don't interrupt someone's train of thought. Uh, this is something I've done and uh, that's been done to me as well. But let people finish their sentences. Let people finish their thought. Kind of going back to number five, where we're so eager to just share our experience that we're not really listening to what they're saying. So try not to talk over people, let them express, even if they're angry, if they're frustrated, if they're venting, just let them express what they want to express and let them get it off their chest. It's okay to ask, can I speak or, you know, are you done? So that way they know that you are actually you actually care about what they're saying and um, you're not just trying to talk over them. Number seven, embrace the silence. Every moment doesn't have to be filled with words. You don't have to be talking every second of every minute. And sometimes when you're in a conversation with somebody, there's a lull. And if you're not comfortable in those situations, it becomes very awkward. But it's okay to embrace the awkwardness. Look around the room and then make a comment about something that you just saw or, you know, ask a question. But it's okay. That moment of silence is really okay. Take a breath, read the room, and then uh, pick up the conversation or invite somebody else into the conversation or, you know, share another experience or whatever it is. But um, I think a lot of people are so nervous or become uncomfortable with uncomfortable silences but if you just embrace them it's really not that big deal our number eight don't be that story topper okay so for those of you who don't know what a story topper is this is somebody who tops every story with an even better version of the one they were just told okay so we all know that person if you cannot think of the story topper in your group of friends you're probably that person. But um, a story topper constantly needs to direct the conversation back to them. Once again, this is a telltale sign of poor conversation skills, uh, constantly monopolizing the conversation and bringing it back to them, making it about themselves. So it goes something like this. Person A says, oh, I just went on a fishing trip off the Atlantic coast and I caught a five foot bluefin tuna um, and, you know, all this great stuff. And then the story topper says, oh, yeah, well, five years ago, I went fishing in Australia and I caught a giant mutated marlin and a baby shark and I almost got eaten alive by a spider. So, you know, I know that's a bit much, but you know exactly what I'm talking about now when I say a story topper. So you don't want to be that person. Once again, just listen to what people are saying. You don't have to respond and ask questions, you know, what? Oh, tell me more about uh, where did you go fishing or um, is this the first time you've caught a tuna or, you know, were you 
trying to catch a tuna, you know, those kind of things to show that you are actually engaged in what the person is saying and you're not just trying to prop yourself up. Number nine, find common ground, even if you disagree. We live in a very opinionated generation. Everybody has something to say about everything and we don't always agree. But just because we disagree doesn't mean there has to be conflict, doesn't mean we cannot get along. So you can still find common ground. Uh, you can have great conversations with people you don't agree with. And I think it's healthy to surround yourself with people you don't always agree with because it kind of, I think it keeps your mind sharp and it helps you keep you grounded in your convictions. You understand better why you believe what you believe and uh, things like that. But you can have a decent conversation. And um, the most important thing, just make it about the other person. You know, uh, they obviously believe what they believe because of experiences they've gone through, what they have been taught, things that they have seen. So just get to know them as a person and don't just write them off because you don't agree that the earth is round. <laughs> Number 10, be transparent without oversharing. So being real is important. You want to be relatable, um, but you also don't want to give too much information too soon. There's different levels of each relationships and some relationships can give more info than others. So of course, if you're like in a romantic relationship, your spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, you're going to share more intimate stuff. But if it's just like your neighbor, you're not going to divulge too much so but you can still be relatable and you can be transparent and you can still establish your boundaries and things like that um, without putting people off that went by really quickly those are the top 10 things from my research that I wanted to share as far as being becoming a better communicator and there's more that could be added I'm sure I could add another 10 but if we just do a little bit of all of these I think this will help all of our relationships in general just caring about people and listening to them because you never know what people are going through uh, there, we live in a world people are hurting, people are lost. And if you just listen and if you can, if they are open to it, you can give a word of encouragement and give a word of advice. That's great. Sometimes uh, we're so isolated, even though we are constantly connected to people, we're still quite isolated and you know, people just don't have uh, somebody they can talk to or um, relate with. There's a Bible verse in the book of Proverbs that says, if one gives an answer before he hears or before listening, it is folly and shame. So listen twice before you speak. I can just end it there. This is something I am personally trying to do more in my life. In the last few years, I have been deliberately trying to become a better communicator, better listener, and uh, trying to speak less. Now, there are some times that I, I don't always do that, but I am aware of it and, and I'm learning. I've learned a lot about myself and I'm learning more about the people around me. People I've known for years, but you just don't uh, listen or you'll learn more about the people around you if you just take the time to listen. So I want to challenge you to start listening more than you speak. And you don't have to give an opinion on everything. Sometimes you just have to smile and nod and walk away. Okay, but um, try, try it for a week. Just try seven days. 
um, wherever you are, whether you're in a room full of people or you're just having one-on-one conversation with somebody, just listen more than you speak. You'll be surprised how much uh, you learn about yourself and other people. All right. And for this week, the book recommendation is Four Essential Keys to Effective Communication in Love life work anywhere so the link is in the description you can or you can also find the link on my website as well but um, this has very helpful tips and like I said in all areas of our lives we could definitely use better communication skills so that way we don't end up misinterpreting things and um, getting upset because you know a lot of times we get upset at people because they didn't do something but we never asked them to do it because we didn't communicate it so or it was done incorrectly because of how we communicated it or but I think uh, making deliberate effort in communication Um, and this is something you'll actually see the results of pretty soon if you put the practice if you put the time um, you'll start to notice that your communication skills are improving especially if you have a job where you are communicating like my personal my real job I am a trainer so I am constantly communicating information and I have to make sure that it is understood so that the job is done properly. You know, whether it's for your job, your relationships with your kids, your spouse or with your siblings or whoever, um, we could all use help uh, when it comes to communication. That is it for today's episode, everybody. I would like to thank you for joining me here in the waiting room. Look out for my next episode. In the meantime, please share this podcast with a friend and also subscribe and leave a review or a rating if you're using Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, Tell me about your experience when it comes to communication Um, maybe your worst experience when you said the wrong thing, how you recovered or did you recover from saying something that you shouldn't have? Because I know I have done that. So you can either email me at thewaitingroom at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at thewaitingroom or leave me a comment on my website. All the links are in the description. Until then, take care.